Hello, I'm Dr. Jimmy Smith. I'm very thankful for this another wonderful opportunity to share the Word of God. I certainly understand that I do not have to serve, I get to. And what an honor it is to be on the Lord's team. We're in the book of 1 John. Note with me, please, chapter 2. And let's consider verses 1 through 3. My little children, these things write I unto you, that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. Beloved, let's talk about walking with the Lord. For John, as he writes under the inspiration of God, he speaks to us concerning fellowship with God. We know that because of accepting Jesus Christ by believing who he is, that he's God and believing what he has done, that he died and rose again from the dead, and then to invite him to come into my heart and save my soul, we know that is Bible salvation. But many believers stop right there. And yet there's so much that the Lord wants to manifest within our life, in our heart, in our mind, as he wants to speak to us concerning his individual will for our life, how he wants to use us, etc., etc. But it comes about because of fellowship, walking with the Lord, walking in harmony with his holy word, obedience to that which we know and understand as we continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it doesn't matter how long we've been on the journey. God's word is inexhaustible. And the aim, the goal, the quest is to stay the course. Stay the course, giving God our heart, our mind, our will. God can do more with me than I can do with myself. And so we see this great passage here in verse 2. My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. The Lord says that because of salvation, and at the moment of salvation, God in the person of the Holy Spirit indwells the believer, Ephesians 1.13. And we know that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit until we make our transition home, Ephesians 4.30. Because of what God has given to us, or I should say, whom God has given to us, God in the person of the Holy Spirit. We believe in one God, who eternally exists in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And they're co-equal and co-eternal. And at the very moment of accepting Jesus, God in the person of the Holy Spirit indwells the believer. And he has a ministry or a service to render in our individual lives. And one of the things he wants to do is to teach us the Bible. Oh, what a great verse we see there in St. John chapter 16, verse 13. The text says, the Holy Spirit will be my guide. And then there's St. John chapter 14 around verse 26, which tell us the Holy Spirit will teach us the word of God and bring the word of God back to our remembrance. And the purpose is not so that we may get an A on the test 
in Bible school and get an F in life. But no, the purpose is so that we may begin the journey of walking in the footprints, if you will, of Jesus. To know the Lord, to be with the Lord, to walk with the Lord. And so we see the charge to keep we have there in chapter 2 and verse 1. My little children, these things. These things write I unto you that you sin not. We know that as long as we're in the flesh, we have the propensity to sin. And we know that we're going to sin by word, by thought, indeed. But beloved, may we not wallow in it. And may we even come to the place whereby we will say, you know, I used to do this or that. I used to go here or there. I used to behave this way or that way, but since I've met Jesus, hallelujah. And beloved, I don't know about you, but I've heard those testimonies of people who were shackled and people who were bound. And then they said, but I met a man named Jesus and he, he, he helped me out. He delivered me. He gave me strength. He gave me wisdom. He gave me prudence. He gave me guidance. And I'm no longer a slave to sin. And I'm able to say now for the first time in my life, get thee behind me, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so, again, we study to learn how to live. What a great verse. My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not, that you sin not, the text says, that we change and note further, and if any man sin, or in the Greek, the term if is equivalent to the word sense, S-I-N-C-E, and we could read it like this and not do damage to the text, and since any man sin, as long as we're in the flesh, not only do we have the propensity, beloved, we are not perfect. And since any man sin, we have an advocate. We have a go-between. We have a counselor. We have an attorney. We have someone who will speak up on our behalf. He's able to say, uh, yes. Jimmy did do that, say that, etc., etc. But the blood of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, the blood of Christ will never, ever, ever, never lose its power. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And although we have an advocate, beloved, that is not a license to continue and to go on as we were, for we understand that God, he knows where we are. He knows what we're doing and God is able to reach us and he's able to chasten us. He's able to prune us. He's able to cut us to bring us back to a place of obedience. But may you and I have the heart to say, yes, Lord, the heart to honor God, to love the master, to walk with the master, to adore the master. Why? Because uh, simply put, he's worthy. Amen. He's worthy. He's worthy. And the text goes on to say back in first John and chapter two and verse two, the text says, and he is the propitiation. 
As we think about the term propitiation, he is the sacrifice. He is the go-between uh, for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the world. Also for the sins of the world. Uh, let's read verse one again. My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Jesus there seated at the right hand of the Father. He's able to say, yes, he is my son. Yes, she is my daughter. And I saw what they have done. I've heard what they have thought. I'm omniscious. But you know what? I've already paid the penalty for that immorality, for that corruption. And what a great text. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, and he is the propitiation. The term propitiation means his death, burial, and resurrection, his sacrifice appeased or satisfied the righteous and holy standard of God. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Help us, Lord. Help us to love you because you've already demonstrated on a regular basis, a daily basis. You've already shown us. You've already revealed and manifested your love for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Help us, God, to have more uh, than church religion. Help us to have more, oh God, than Sunday morning religion. But even after the benediction, help us to be found in your will. Help us to walk with you for we understand that you do all things well and you have a great plan for our life. Help us, Lord, to report for duty and do those things that are pleasing in thy sight. Grant it to be so. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.